irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to Max and Friends. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day you're listening on. Here we are. But if you're listening here on LA Talk Radio, welcome to the show. And thank you for watching us on LA Talk Radio's Facebook page. Yes, I'm doing video now. Um, It's been 13 years in the making. But I started the first video show really with Travis, and then it turned into more video and more video. And I just had a friend over who was like, Max, we want video. So happy birthday, Karen. It was you who said, uh, to made it definite. And I have to give a shout out to Ford who's tuning in. Hi, Ford. How are you doing? Ford told me the funniest story about Oprah, and I had to send her an email about it. And that's a whole other story in itself. But today we're tackling the topic, what is God? Because Ash Ruiz is back, and so is Ravi. So here's the deal, Ash Ruiz. Welcome back to Max and Friends, and welcome, Ravi, to the show. We're jumping right in today. <laughs> Hello, Namaste, my friend. Hello to both of you shining lights. Such a joy. Yes, welcome. Welcome back. Thank you, Thank you Max. Great to see you, Ash. Thank you. I'll you know, wait. Ravi, every time we're with you, the sun is shining. <laughs> <laughs> you bring the sun right into the into the LA Talk Radio studio. Max, let me share this with you. Ravi in Sanskrit means the sun. Uh, so I I have no choice. It was ordained. <laughs> and you know, my grandmother, my mother and my grandmother, they're Lithuanian. And my grandmother and Lithuanian is derived from Sanskrit. So Lithuanian, they would call me Salukas when I was little, which means sunshine. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> so, Ash, are you the sun or are you the moon, Ash? Oh, <laughs> are I'm you all, all that is? The You're the Ash. <laughs> You're the Ash. Welcome back, my friend. Ash you... is the core of the sun. <laughs> That's <what he> How <laughs> many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Ooh. Roll? So, with that notion, Let's just pause for a moment and just thank all that is for this present now moment. Everyone who's tuning in, we thank you for being here. We know we're going to have a show that's going to be something that might agitate you. Um, It also might inspire you and bless you. So to raise the vibration, we're going to answer the question, what is God? Tweet me at Max Tucci, Instagram me at Max Tucci, and let's just take one moment of silence just so that all that is can be present with us in this now space. And so it is. Before we get into the show, Ash, welcome. I have to talk to Thank Ash real you. quick, Ravi, because Ash, there around this time, yeah. a couple of years ago, you had national media attention for Ooh. singing a song to your grandmother. That's correct. My beloved grandmother, yes. And you've been playing that and been reminding us of that on Facebook as it was her birthday, her earthly birthday. And so I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge ancestors and to acknowledge your grandmother in this now moment. 
So thank so you for, for that video, for that reminder that it might have been the last time you sang to her in human, but every yeah. day you sing to her, you know she receives the song. Yes, oh, I received <laughs> that so fully, and thank you. Yes. Of course. So ancestors are a big reason why people believe in what they believe in, why religion and spirituality is in people's lives, patterns and pathologies of religion. What do they mean to you? Can we disrupt those patterns and pathologies today? Well, my guest, Ravi, is back. Katuria, Ravi Katuria. The book, which I love, Ash, we know the book, Hungry Soul. <laughs> Happy Soul, Hungry Mind. <laughs> Happy Soul, Hungry Mind. But, you know, I love, and last, when I sent you a message, Ravi, it was, Hung, what was it? Hungry soul, <laughs> happy, happy mind, hungry life, <laughs> happy life, <laughs> happy life, hungry life. <laughs> and here's why I think I wrote that because after last week's show, the vibration of you two beautiful beings stayed with me, and just my life was so much happier. Um, so thank you for that. Thank, thank you for you, that. Max. Thank you. So we'll get into the conversation. What is God, Ravi? Because that's the question that you originally we were going to talk about, but how I've experienced Max and friends for 13 years is we have to give them milk before we give them a big old feast. Yeah. And last week, I think majority of our listeners is not a judgment. It's an observation. Wouldn't have been prepared for the conversation. What is God without them understanding and knowing our friendship and energy first. So last week, if you missed the show, you can catch it anywhere on all podcasting platforms, or you can go to latalkradio.com backslash max. You can get it on Twitter. We put it there. So listen to the show there so you understand this show today, who we are. We're coming out of love. And Ravi, I'll lead you the question, then Ash, go from there. What is God? What is God? Yes, what is God? And, you know, this is a question that people have pondered for ages this is one of the most important questions for mankind. And certainly there have been a lot of answers. Uh, God has been described as omnipresent, right? In so many different ways, God has been described as infinite. God has been described sometimes living in, in the skies, sometimes uh, uh, showering down with lightning, sometimes in galaxies. Sometimes they have said God seen in the clouds or in the shape on a bread, a piece of bread. Sometimes they have said God is within us. Sometimes they have said God is in every element that you see. God is in every atom. And then they have also told us that you cannot see God until you are really pure. Right? And so it's, it's a way of answering the question, but it has been answered in mysterious and mystical ways. And they also say God doesn't exist at all. Yes. yes. <laughs> there, and there is also the, the thought that God doesn't exist. Time magazine 30 years ago read, uh, ran a piece which said, is God dead? Um, <laughs> so we have, we have all these mysterious, mystical ways of what is God and understanding God. And in my book, I have answered this question, and this is an answer that I will share today uh, that might shock you and, and make you think about God in a way that you have not thought about before. Uh -huh. So in my book, Happy Soul, Hungry Mind, I have two chapters, and I want to talk about both the chapters. There is chapter 10, which talks about why can't we see God? That's the, the title of the chapter. Why can't we see God? And then at the end of the book is the chapter, God, Universe, and Man. 
So I wanted to start with the first, this chapter 10, why can't we see God? And then build up, if you will, to showcase, to, to reveal the great glory of God, as I did in the book too. In and here's what I'm going to say, because we have to remember this is a radio show too. So what I want you to do is buy the book, buy Ravi's book. You know, we're going to talk about it here on the show, but really support Ravi, support the book, buy the book, buy the book for a friend. We are in the middle of summer reading. If you go buy the book right now, you will have it, love it, enjoy it. Coming up, we're going to be playing music from Ash 2. But right now we're going to get into chapter 10. Then God is not chapter 11. What can't you, why can't you see God? <laughs> and and, and, and I, before I, before I answer this question, why can't we see God? I want to say, Max, I love you for plugging the book. <laughs> but let's answer, why can't we see God? You know what, Ash, why can't we see God? And then Ravi, you tell us. Let's get a perspective here. <laughs> why can't we see God, Ash? <laughs> Who says we can't see God? <laughs> <Yeah>. Chapter 10. <laughs> I'm calling my editor, Ash. That chapter is gone, gone, gone. <laughs> Ash has said, we can see I, I need to read the book. I need to read the book. Oh, my God. I, I read it. Such love is gone. <laughs> so, Ash, elaborate. Well, I'm seeing God right now. Yeah, you know yeah. it's so it's so wondrous that we have this capacity to to create these labels, these Hello Kitty stickers, and put them on everything. It's wondrous, shivering monkeys in this mysterious planet, and it's like in order to feel safe, we gotta name something, we gotta define something, we gotta describe something. And so it's so wondrous in my experience, it's like in a moment of taking a naked, um, let's call it a, uh, a micro dose of nakedness, <laughs> a micro dose of undressed awareness. You know, what if God is right here? And what if God is, you know, the immediacy of all that you're perceiving right now, all that you're hearing, all that you're tasting, all that you're smelling, all that you're seeing, and um, and it's a nice little place to meditate on. <laughs> mm. It's the many facets of God. Oh, the many dime. facets of God. <laughs> but so, Ravi, chapter ten. Yes, why can't yes. we see God? <laughs> I, I, I love I love what Ash said. Thank you, Ash. Uh, <laughs> I love you it. Up. Love what you said. So the, the title of the chapter is "Why Can't We See God?" Why is it that billions of people around Earth believe in God, truly believe in God with their heart and mind, yet they do not have an experience of going out and shaking hands with God. Where is God, right? Imagine when we have a little puppy falls in a little well, it becomes viral. If somebody was to meet God, how big a news would that be? Now, the reason why we can't see God is because your mind, our mind, is not the tool to see God. Mm. And let me explain this to you. Say I am eating a pizza. And I tell you it's the most delicious pizza. This is, you know, whichever city you come from, is Chicago deep dish or it's New York style or Brooklyn style, wherever. Uh -huh. or, or from Houston. And I said, this is the best pizza, Max. This is the Beck's Pizza Ash, and I send you a picture and I describe it to you. Can you taste the pizza? 
you cannot until your tongue comes in contact with the pizza. No matter how much I describe the pizza, and I may be the best uh, poet, I may be the best uh, writer, I may be the best descriptive uh, you know, reporter, you cannot experience that pizza. You need your taste of, uh, you need your sense of taste. Mm. That sense you need. Without it, you cannot. You know, if you tell me Ash, and I have not listened to the, the song that Ash sang for his, his lovely grandmother, and Max, you convince me, you say, Ravi, this is the best song on earth. I mean, you've got to listen to Ash's song. And you're describing it, and, and I and I love you, Max, and your description can be very rich. But I truly cannot have the experience of Ash's song until I hear it. So, Ash, what's the song? <laughs> Sing it. Unforgettable. That's what you are. Unforgettable, though near or far, yes, like a song of love that clings to me. Oh, how the very thought of you does those things to me. Never before has someone been more. <laughs> oh wow what unforgettable <laughs> unforgettable so you have to experience god is I that what you're saying thank you max for helping me experience <laughs> and that experience is the true experience you describing it did not as as great as the description was it is does no justice to actually listening to Ash. It minimizes it. It minimizes Ash's singing. It trivializes it. And trivializes it. <laughs> and that is what we have done. That is what religious mm. leaders, spiritual leaders are doing. They have mm. trivialized God because all the religions in the world are trying to get you to understand God through your mind. And the mm. mind is not the tool to see God. You cannot. There are billions of people and their goal is to see God. They are not going to see God because they are trying to experience God. They are trying to taste the pizza by looking at a picture of the pizza. Mm. Take us to church, Ravi. That's what we say. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like the pizza. But Ash, is, Ash is getting all the shoulders and actions. But Ravi, yeah. here's the blessing of this too. Why can't we see God? And like I said in last week's show is that religion has made me an atheist, but spirituality has made me whole. So why does the church force us to see God through our mind? Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, Max, you're, you're, oh, wow. Because of some misunderstanding and their lack of true understanding of what spirituality is. They are so caught up in religion mm. that they have overlooked spirituality. They have not understood this sentence that you cannot see God through your mind is like 
discovering or understanding that the whole universe, that the foundation of the whole universe is the atom. Mm. If people all over the world understood that you cannot experience God through your mind, that will create an awakening in this world because then they will realize that they have been following religion. Religion is only a marker. It is not the end goal. If you want to mm. experience God, you have to go beyond religion. In fact, if you have to experience God, you must go beyond your mind. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I hope you're all taking notes because here's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and the note is simple. You cannot see God through your mind. Ash, how does that resonate with you? Oh. Uh absolutely i mean what's so interesting is that the mind only sees itself you do not see god you do not see your mother or your father you do not see the planet you do not see a tree you do not see you're only seeing your thought about things mm. until the moment there's a willingness to get familiar with or by some grace you recognize and you know yourself then the possibility to know god is immediately available and to know everything else you apparently are looking at. Because just because we call a thing a thing, just because we call a tree a tree a million times, or call a fork a fork, or call a pizza pizza a million times, or call a song a song, or an Ash, or a Robbie, or a Max, it never truly makes it so. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. You know, Ash, I have to say, trying to divine yourself is like trying to bite your own teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and you know who that. says that is Alan Watts. And trying to define God is like trying to bite your own teeth. How do you bite your own teeth? You don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, and I, one hand. <laughs> exactly. But I appreciate, you know, I appreciate all perspectives of the conversation because I know this is a conversation that a lot of people who are tuning into right now, and we appreciate you for being here. I know that it might be offensive to some, but know that when we know better, we do better. And sometimes the foundation of which religion stands upon, that foundation has to be disrupted a little bit so that the full picture of being in this now moment is presented. Ravi? Yes, yes. I, I'm not here to offend anybody. I want to tell my friends mm -hmm. who are religious, who are who the goal of their life is to experience God. I want to help them and I want to submit to them that find the right path. And I'm going to share to you what the right path is so you can experience God, right? There is nothing wrong with religion if you understand the context of religion. If you do not understand the context and you misuse it, then it will do you more harm than good. Understand the context. Continue to be religious. Continue to have your faith and devotion. There is nothing wrong with it. But understand how it fits on the spiritual journey. So the question then, my friend Max, my friend Ash, that must be asked, if the mind is not the tool to see God, if I cannot taste the pizza with my eyes, what is the sense do I need to experience God? Because all I know is the mind, right? But if you take my mind away, then how do I experience God? And there, in fact, is lies the answer. And I already gave that answer before, is you have to go beyond the mind. 
because when you go beyond the mind you experience your own soul and the soul is the handshake to god your soul is the conduit to god your soul that divine energy that runs in your body that divine energy in fact that who you are is the manifestation of god now i'm going to ask you a question ravi for our listeners who are saying there's no such thing as a soul what do you say to them yes yes good question great question don't look at soul from a religious or mystical point of view if you are alive to ask the question if you are alive to make the point there is no soul guess what that divine energy that cosmic energy is running in you because the day you are not able to stop uh, to ask that question that is the day that soul will no longer be in you as long as you are living you have this special energy in you that energy that life force that call it the soul call it spirit call it atma call it ru call it whatever name you want it exists in you it exists in you and ash wrote a song about it and we're going to play it right now on max oh, and oh, friends oh. Mandela, Sophia, Mohammed, Yahweh, Sai Baba, La Virgen, Maria, Awakantanka, Ramana. Silence, freedom, detachment, devotion, wisdom, surrender, salvation, compassion, sacred. Oneness, abundance, the truth remains, love is love. Jesus, Buddha, Kali, Krishna, Isis, Mandela, Sophia, Mohammed, Yahweh, Sai Baba, Blavidim, Maria, Jesus, 
What a blessing you are, Ash. What a blessing you are. Mm. What sort I, of singing? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ravi. And thank you, Max, and everyone. Thank listening. you. Yes, everyone. Thank you for listening. That was Ash's song. Ash, the title of that song is Holy. Yes. And if you're all wondering who Ash is, you already know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> but Ash, where can they find your music? Um, that song, you can find it everywhere. It's, it's on all the, the, the usual platforms. Um, there's a wonderful live version of it on YouTube of us singing it at Agape with um, Reverend Michael Beckwith. That's a, a powerful version. And yeah, it's, it's... So Ash, why all of the names? Uh, well, I mean, so sweet. You know, this, this attempt to, to name, to define, to explain, to, uh, and then to share um all the various paths and and i wanted to just honor this impulse you know it's not just a human being looking for god it's the divine itself searching for itself you know it's love longing for itself infinity longing for itself to know itself in ever more fun and delightful ways <laughs> so i wanted to honor everyone and honor that impulse and also invite everyone to consider that maybe they are the ones they're looking for, that maybe right where they are. It's like God is right where you are, mm -hmm. and this that's here is inseparable from mm. your own DNA, your own genetic makeup, your mm. own bone marrow. <laughs> you know, it goes to like, again, the color purple. God ain't no so gloomy old man like the pictures you see of him. <laughs> God, not a man at all. God is inside me and everyone else that was or ever will be. We come into this world with God, but only them who look inside and find him. Ravi, why, what is God and not who is God? Yes, yes. I want to answer that question, what is God? And I want to do it. But before I go there, may I make one point about chapter 10 that I talked about why we can't see mm -hmm. God, right? Because a lot of people come to me and say, Ravi, you're telling me I can't see God with my mind, but I have experienced God, right? I go to church, God spoke to me, and I felt him, right? I went to my place of worship, and I felt God. May and I just I, say one thing there? People also have sex and feel God because the first thing they say is, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your temple? <laughs> what is your church? Is it your bed? 
Because even <laughs> atheists scream, oh, God. <laughs> so are we experiencing God in sex? <laughs> you know, we are experiencing God in, in so many different aspects <laughs> of life. We are connecting with our soul. So when we go to church, mm-hmm. I, I will leave you to describe the sexual experiences, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert. I'll let you talk to that. But let me talk about when somebody goes to church, when there is no pastor, when there is no no one else, and you are sitting in church, Mm -hmm. just looking up at that sunlight shining through just a little bit through those stained glasses. Mm. Or you're in a temple and you're dancing in a bhajan kirtan, right? Or you're Mm -hmm. somewhere else or you're at the mount uh, you are at the uh, in in Peru at at uh, Machu Picchu. you Ash, you were at uh, yes, Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Yes, Machu Picchu, right? And you experience okay. that peace. There are people who do extreme sports. What is happening is, you say, "What well, God spoke to me is that your mind is becoming completely quiet and silent." And at that point. Your soul begins to shine through and you're experiencing your soul, which is the connection to God. So when you say, I am experiencing God, what is happening is you're experiencing the glimmers of your own soul. So Ravi, when did you experience God? Do you remember the first time you experienced God? Yes. So when did I experience the quietitude in my, I think I was 14 or 15 when I first meditated. I had no experience. I just sat down. I think I was reading a book that my father had had in the house lying somewhere about Swami Chinman and then I was reading it. And some urge came over me and I began to meditate. I do not know why. Uh, my father was a very spiritual man. But he had never forced me. He had never said, Ravi, you need to meditate. I started doing it and 45 minutes went by. I had no sense of time. I had no sense what had just happened to me. I I got out of the room and I went out and sat to have dinner with my family. And they were, you know, we're just a normal dinner. And I felt something had changed. Mm. It is an, it is a, and which is why I write in my book that spirituality is so natural. I do not need a religious leader. I do not need a temple. I do not need to go to a pilgrimage site. I was sitting in my simple apartment in my father's house. Me, simple 14 year old, I had done nothing in life to deserve it. And yet it showed up. Because you showed up. Because I just closed my eyes. We talked about this. I just relaxed. And we talked in Ashes Satsang yesterday. Spirituality is not about trying to do something. Spirituality is not even trying to do nothing. Spirituality is just relaxing and suspending. And then it happens. Your Mm -hmm. mind calms down and your soul, the sun, will shine when the clouds dissipate automatically. It Mm -hmm. has no choice. God is waiting for us. Mm. We just relax. 
to be still and know. You know, Ash, this reminds me of Majaya's story from Kashi. She mm. said she would go into the bathroom. She said she had no idea what oming meant. And she would go in the bathroom and sit by the toilet with a loaf of bread and om. And God showed up to her in all of these moments. In all, you remember this story. I remember you know? it. But Ash, you know? when do you feel you first saw God? Oh, um, I first saw God as a big ear. <laughs> I was an ex I was really sad and depressed and suffering. My parents were getting divorced. My mother took me and my little brother to a different state, a new school. I was a new student at the school. I didn't want no one to talk to me. I sat down in the darkest corner by myself. I took a bite of my frosted flakes and those mm -hmm. bitches were loud. It was a <laughs> thunderous sound in my head and my being. And I imagined as a little six-year-old, it's just imagination, I imagined that everyone stopped what they were doing to stare at me. And then I imagined that they were listening so intently that their ears popped off of their heads. And then I imagined that ears were flying all around the cafeteria with little wings on them, hundreds mm -hmm. of ears. And then I imagined that all of these ears knew to somehow rush to the center. And the moment all of these ears rushed to the center, they created one big ear. And the moment I imagined one big ear, there was a pop and I was no longer experiencing the moment through the filter of a six-year-old, but there was just this vast expanse of love and peace. And uh, there was no time, no sense of place. And then the school bell rang and I was like, oh, what was, you know, what was that? And the way my little brain interpreted that moment was, oh, every ear makes God's ear. Every ear together makes God's ear. Every hand together makes God's hand. Every face together makes God's face. And there was the sense that this moment was simply God experiencing itself. Mm -hmm. So in other words, a person who is fanatic in matters of religion and clings to certain ideas about the nature of God and the universe becomes a person who, person who has no faith at all. <laughs> it's amazing. You know? Well, you know, to me, it's always you don't look there. You don't look out there for God, something in the sky. You look in you. So, again, it's like every strand of hair is God experiencing God. Every fiber is God experiencing God. Every molecule, every soul everything that is is experience every perspiration is experiencing god <laughs> so what is god is the question we're asking my guest is ravi katuria the book is happy soul hungry mind and ashru is the wonderful singer you, and also his satsangs, and you can find him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all the places where you want to look for him. He's there. I think, you know, that's like uh, Ravi and Ash. You're both like God. Wherever you look for him, there you are. <laughs> you want it on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, there we are. We you know, are. I love calling myself God because I think it really, A, I love to um, see people's reaction. They're like, when did you notice God? I said, every the minute I was born, I was God. Um, and people just like love to just get all twisted and how blasphemous you are for calling yourself God. I said, no, how blessed I am to know that I am <laughs> of the I am. <laughs> so I would love to continue what is God as opposed to who is God. We're still in chapter 10. If you want to know more about the end of the book, like Ravi mentioned in the top of the show, buy the book, buy the book. <laughs> 
because we can't give it all up to you right now. We have to leave some kind of curiosity for you to understand the final chapter. And it's something that I feel in spirit and in truth right now that it's something you should read on your own in that quiet space and then come back to us and let us know. Tweet me at Max Succi what you think of the book and tweet me and let me know. We're going to hashtag what is God. So I want to know what your thoughts are on what is God. And remember, it's a safe zone. Every answer is right because God is right. And for those of you asking me, why do I wear this sweatshirt all the time when I do shows? Because this is my sweatshirt. <laughs> this is my, I don't want to do, I just want to wear it. <laughs> and there it is. And it's poetic justice. Hey, poetic justice. And every time I wear this, when I do a show, I feel like our shows, Max and friends, whoever the guests are, we have poetic justice. So with that said, Ravi, we have just a few minutes left on such a huge question. But I believe that where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. So let's button up what is God. Yes. Or unbutton what is God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to answer that question, but I'm holding myself back. I think that's a very important discussion. Max, I almost want to finagle another episode with you. Uh, am I greedy, Max? <laughs> Here's what I've learned in 13 years of doing shows. When there's a flow, keep going. Okay. All so, right. okay. it's then also I... Ash if you're available. <laughs> I'm available. I'm, 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 it's such a joy to be in this flow with you two. Wonderful. Beloved, so sure. we will. So here's what we will do, gentlemen. We will continue this conversation, and we will leave it with what is God, and we want you to email us until next week so that we have your responses to what God is, and then we can carry the conversation. You see, I love how these shows just unfold naturally because yeah. what happens is we come in with an intention, and I love to say when we plan, God laughs. So laugh with us. <laughs> <laughs> laugh with us because we thought we were coming here to do one thing, and all of a sudden now we got you, our listeners and our watchers, doing another. I hope you're taking your notes. I hope you're writing things down, and I hope you answer the question, what is God? So that next week when you join us, we can have the continual conscious conversation of what is God, chapter 10. And in the meantime, if you have the capability to buy the book, buy the book so that you can join along with us. Buy the book. Between now and next week, you have plenty of time because if Amazon Prime, you'll get it overnight. So don't give me an excuse why you didn't buy the book. <laughs> and please download Ash's music. You know, if you want to be part of the experience and a part of the energy, feel it. Feel it in the words of the book and feel it in the words of the song. And if you want a piece of me, here I am. <laughs> you, got, yeah. you got me every Sunday night on Max and Friends. Before we go, um, Ash, what would you like people to take with them into this week? Oh, you know, what a, what a moment of, 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 of us coming together and sharing our hearts and our honesty and our experiences. And that can only happen with love and compassion and the willingness to listen and the willingness. So I would just invite everyone to be in a space of curiosity, be in that space of openness. You know, this moment is filled, overflowing with miracles and blessings. Mm. When we're open and available to receive, oh my goodness, what a bouquet of smiles. What a bouquet of smiles. And Ravi, what do you want people to take with them into this week? I want to, I want to remind them the soul is the handshake to God. Connect with your soul. Mm. Quiet your mind and let your happy soul shine. Mm. And join us next week because this, <laughs> this question, what is God? And the answer to that question can change the course of human history. 
It sure can. And we're going to continue the conversation next next Sunday here on Max and Friends and on all podcasting platforms every day of the week. I please encourage you to go to Podbean if you can. Go on every podcasting platform to hear the show. Howard Simon once said, who is God? He is a poor man's riches, a hungry man's bread, a sad man's joy, a sick man's health, a crippled man's leg, a deaf man's ears, a blind man's eyes, a tired man's rest a troubled man's peace, a foolish man's wisdom, a defeated man's victory, an insane man's sanity, and a dead man's life. Take that into the week with you. I love you for tuning in to Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Until we meet again, good night, good morning, good afternoon, and good karma. And remember to take life to the max. Thank you, Max. Thank you. Yeah, like